guys. Welcome to episode 11 of Momsly Podcast. What's up, you guys? We're your host. I'm Chriselle. And I'm Naimiki. What's up? <sighs> A whole lot. <laughs> so we just came off of Labor Day weekend. How was your weekend? I felt like it was super short, even though it was like three days long. Yeah. It wasn't enough time. Like, I needed more time. I had too much to do. How about you? How was yeah. yours? Well, I didn't actually have a three-day weekend. I'm like, yeah, it was real short. Mm-hmm, but I didn't have a three-day <laughs> Right, because you worked. Even- oh, exactly. <laughs> no wonder it was short, because I was at work. <laughs> so I didn't really have a Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. But, I mean, it was cool for what it was, you know. Did you <laughs> work, work on? Was lighter, though. Well, that's good. Maybe because most people probably went out of town. One last hoorah. That's the, I'm telling you, whenever it's a holiday, all of a sudden nobody's sick. It's crazy how that happens. <laughs> it's crazy how that happens. Nobody's sick on during the holidays, but okay. <laughs> Did you have to work on Labor Day? No, so I was off Labor Day, and then yeah. I worked um, the weekend. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, it's bad, but it's good. At least you got Labor Day off. You didn't have to labor on Labor Day. <laughs> Right. (laughs) So that's good. Yes. So let's get into our drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week's would you rather? Would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, Mm -hmm. or? Would you rather have tele- telepathy? Telepathy is what it is. Telepathy is what it's called. <laughs> the ability. <Good> sis. <laughs> the ability to read minds. Here's the catch. And they both have sort of like this five second rule, okay? okay? So if you choose telekinesis, you don't have the ability to choose what you move. So once your eyes. <laughs> Once your eyes are fixated on an object for at least five seconds, that object will move to wherever you look next. The way you turn it off is you close your eyes for five seconds. <laughs> now, how that's going to work if I'm and- driving down the road? <laughs> <laughs> you just can't look at what? <laughs> so I can't look at the car in front of me and just hope I don't run into their back. <laughs> You can look at the car in front of you, but just at, after four seconds, you got to look away and look back real quick. Oh, my God. And then for telepathy, if you look at one person for five or more seconds, then that's the mind that you're going to read. So if somebody's talking to you and you're like in deep conversation and you're just staring at them, you're going to start hearing their thoughts while they're talking to you. and It's going to be a lot going on. Oh, so, man. <laughs> So which one would you rather? Well, I was going to say telekinesis because I'm like, I need extra arms, but I'm not, I'm not down for those restrictions. So I'm going to have to go with (laughs) telepathy because yeah, I'd rather be able to read people's minds than whatever funky business you got going on over there with the telekinesis. (laughs) But you just have to remember that... You know, if somebody's talking to you, look, engage, but then look away and then you got to keep they looking away. They're going to be like, so what, you you ta- what you said? And I'm like, you didn't, nothing. 
responding to whatever they're thinking about instead of right. what they're saying. <laughs> they're going to be like, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so which one you going with? Man, okay, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna probably go with telepathy too. I was gonna go with telekinesis until you brought up the whole driving thing. Cause you know when you drive, you like zone out, and then right. like ten minutes later, you like, oh, I'm here. I might be staring at a deer or something on the side of the road too long, and next thing you know, it's in the car in front of me, in front, and I might hit it. Like I'm not down with that. Oh my gosh! So yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm going to have to do telepathy, and if I just happen to stare at somebody for more than five seconds and I start hearing their thoughts and I don't want to hear it, I'm going to just, you might be talking to me and I might have to just close my eyes for five seconds like I'm praying, <laughs> but I'm still listening though, you know, I'm still here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. <sighs> but yeah, I'm going to go with telepathy. All right, sis. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today? Um, this week, I feel like the topics that we're going to cover this week are going to be a little heavy, which is like mm-hmm. outside of the norm of what we usually do. Like we try to keep it fun and all that stuff. But, you know, we got to talk about everything in between. So can't always right. have these fun, giggy, kiki conversations. We got to <laughs> have, you know, the serious ones, too. Mm-hmm. So one of the big things that's been happening the last few weeks in the media is the whole Texas and the abortion law that they did they pass it or is it being passed? I think that they passed it. They were trying okay. to see if they could retract it. I, th- I believe is what it was. OK, OK, OK. OK, so a long time ago, before me and you were even <laughs> thought about, our parents were barely thought about. This was in 1973. They had a law, a, a very landmark Supreme Court case, which was Roe v. Wade. And I learned about this in school because I studied law in high school. And it was a landmark case that stated the Constitution protected a woman's right to have an abortion. It didn't say that a woman had to give you a reason why she needed an abortion. It said that she had that right. And it was protected under the United States constitution, which is supposed to be like the Bible that we all follow in this country. So that has been a thing since then. But since, since this um, case came about, there's been a lot of States that are trying to go against it. And most recently, Texas is one of them. And they're passing this law that is prohibiting women from getting abortions and also they can face jail time. I think if they do get one. Yes. I believe the person and the, um, the clinic or doctor, whatever it is. Like they're threatening um, for doctors to lose their license and like close their practices and all this stuff. If they, and, and the, so the, um, like Ubers and lifts, lifts and things like that. I believe mm-hmm. there, if they take you to it, they can also be sued. Now, how is that my business? How do I know that you're if not you going to Planned Parenthood for this, a birth control? If exactly, if you tell me put this in my GPS, let me. I need a ride here. Guess what I'm gonna do? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm not questioning what you're going to the airport for or what you're going to the grocery store for. So what am I questioning what you're going to the doctor for? Exactly. Um, so they're saying that Governor Greg 
Abbott, I think I'm saying that right. He's the governor in Texas, and on Wednesday he signed into law a measure that would prohibit in Texas abortions as early as six weeks. Now, which is before some women even know that they're pregnant. Like, there's not that many people that know they're pregnant at six weeks. Like, I think when I found out I was pregnant with most of my kids, I was probably at least... I might have been six weeks, like, after my first pregnancy, because you after your first one, you kind of know the signs. But I'm pretty sure I didn't find out till I was, like, at least six to, like, nine weeks with the with most of my pregnancies. I feel like most people, unless you're, like, checking your ovulation, right. you're trying to get pregnant, so you're tracking that daily, most people don't know by six weeks. Right. I saw somewhere online, and I don't know how true it is because... It was online, but they were saying like six weeks is about two weeks after you miss your period. Just about. So two weeks after you miss, like you really have to be sitting there like period tracking to know that you missed your period two weeks ago and you might be pregnant. And also like majority of people have irregular cycles. So even if someone is tracking their cycle monthly, just because, oh, you're a little late, then what you expected is like, okay, to most women, sometimes that happens. That's an right. actual common occurrence. So that's not like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. Right. Let me go see if it hasn't been six weeks yet. Like, no, nobody's doing that. Right. And by the time you even figure that all out, you could be like, like we said, like eight weeks pregnant and not even know it. Like, this is insane. Exactly. It's saying that the law opened the door for almost any private citizen to sue abortion providers and others. So this law went into effect in September, which is this month. And according to the governor of Texas, he's saying that our creator endowed us with the right to life. And yet millions of children lose their right to life every year because of abortion. Um, That's what he said when he signed the bill. He said the legislation, the legislation, the legislature worked together as a bipartisan basis to pass a bill that I'm about to sign that ensures that the life of every unborn child who has a heartbeat will be saved from the ravages of abortion. Now, sir, please tell me how at six weeks that little parasite that's swimming around in my body is a child. Please tell me how. How? And, I'll wait. You can't tell me that it's not a parasite because it is a parasite. I'll wait. It has a heartbeat, so that makes it he, a whole... He probably doesn't even know the stages of a pregnancy, you know? Like, <sighs> I feel like we learned this in, like, the third grade when we learned about the life cycle of, like, a frog. And it went from, like, you know, the little egg or the little Petri dish-looking thing. And then it grew up into this frog. Like, that's kind of how it is with humans. Like, they don't even have legs. It, like, they don't start forming these things until, like, the second, third trimester. That's when it's considered a whole child. Like, until you get in, like, the first trimester, I don't even consider that a real human yet because it's really just a thing in you. It barely has, <laughs> it, like, it barely has fingers, it barely has toes, it barely has limbs. It might not even have a brain. I'm not too sure when the brain is formed, but it might not <laughs> even have a brain. So, the, my, I would say, biggest immediate issue with this Mm -hmm. Is the fact that he's even that he even has an opinion into this? That's what I was certain things like I'm not I'm not big on the whole traditional men role versus women, but when it comes to something like this, men need to stay out of it. Okay, especially these old yeah. ass men. Mind your business. 
mind your business. Mind your business. And these are the same people that'll be like, oh, well, why do these people have kids? And did it well? Now you're forcing them to have these children. Right. So don't don't comment on their parenting after they have these kids. Don't comment on any decisions they make after that. And don't comment on force them to have the child. And don't comment on the state of the welfare and uh, how many people are on food stamps and all these things. When you're forced at this point, you're forcing women to have kids that they may not want. You're forcing women to have kids that. They might not, they might, some women have abortions for medical reasons. Like they might not even be able to give birth or something's wrong with the child and the child's not going to survive outside of the womb. So it's like, instead of punishing the child until to have them and then just let them, you know, be there until one day they die or they might die immediately after birth. They're like, well, abortion's the better way to go. And I feel like regardless of the reason why you get an abortion, it's an emotional thing for a woman to do. Because at the end of the day, especially I know a lot of people who got abortions because they probably just weren't ready to have kids at that time in their lives. And it doesn't make it any easier on them versus women who have abortions for medical reasons. So I feel like these men need to mind their business and stop having opinions on what women do with their bodies. The bottom... Go ahead. No, I was going to say somebody made a really good point. They were like how they're always trying to like monitor us, get us on birth control get us to not be the ones to get abortions and all this stuff but it's like we can't get pregnant without a man so why is it that men aren't being monitored and told what they can and can't do with their bodies but women are just supposed to be the ones to to just follow all these laws that they're putting on us exactly and i can almost guarantee if this conversation was being had on the flip side Oh, all hell would break loose. Right. All hell would break loose. And I don't understand the bottom line for me. Mind your business. This is not affecting you. This is not affecting your livelihood. This is not affecting your family. This is not affecting your ability to have kids or not have kids. Mind your business. Let people make the decision that they make. Now, whether you agree with that or not, that's your that's your business. Keep it to yourself Mm -hmm. and then let them let those people deal with the consequences or let those people, you know, live in the decisions that they've made because it may not even be a consequence. This may be the better option. Right. Can you imagine like you get an abortion, you're already in an emotional wreck because this is the route that you chose to go down. And then somebody comes knocking on your door talking about, well, we're here to take you to jail or fine you or do whatever because you decided to have an abortion. Why don't you go find these men that's impregnating these women? Without a man, I cannot have a child. So go find him. And for the people who say... Well, adoption is always an option. Yes, adoption is an option. But first, okay, two how things. How many kids are point. in the system? The first thing, that's what I was going to say. Look at how many people, how many children are still in the foster system. How many children are still waiting to be adopted? There was a whole crisis. Um, I can't think of the name of the documentary off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. There was a documentary about the foster system in California. And it is so overpacked there's not even enough people who's willing to offer their home their services to even not even adopt but even foster a child Mm -hmm. that needs that help you know 
to the point where these caseworkers are spending their money to make sure that these kids eat. They're in these overcrowded facilities. Siblings are being split up. But then you're like, oh, well, adoption is an option. Right. It's... Coming from people who don't, who have not adopted anyone. Right. First of all. And who can't carry a child. And who can't carry a child. But so apparently, like I mentioned before, like this is a thing that like a lot of states, there's quite a few states that have tried to do this. So one of them, well, I'll name a few of them. So states where there's some kind of abortion law making it like illegal or they make it hard for you to get abortions is Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Montana, New Hampshire, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas. West Virginia and Wyoming. But out of all these states that have these laws or whatever they have, Texas is the one that was like, well, you guys got these laws. Well, we're going to one up you and, you know, make it even better or worse, depending how you look at it. So (laughs) Texas, instead of having the government, their local government or whoever in their state government in Texas enforce the law, Texas wrote into the bill that. Private citizens are newly empowered to sue abortion providers or anyone who helps someone get an abortion after a fetal heartbeat has been detected. The person would not have to be connected to someone who had an abortion or a provider to sue. So a random, your neighbor who you don't talk to could know that you got pregnant somehow and could see that you're not pregnant the next day and didn't bring a child home and put two and two together and start a whole investigation on you. Is that not insane? Exactly. And they're trying to say (laughs) that from as early as six weeks, a heartbeat could be detected. And medical experts are trying to say, like, that's kind of misleading because embryos don't possess a heart at that developmental stage. So I don't understand where they're getting this information from if medical experts are telling them that's not the case. They don't care about what's actually medically happening. They don't care. They don't care. They just want to say, I'm a man or I have these beliefs. I'm right. You're wrong. That's all they care about. Right. This is what I want. So everybody needs to follow this. It's, it's not about what's actually happening. It's not about how these children will be affected, how the mothers will be affected. None of that matters to them. They're saying, right, I guess, like, when things like this happen, I guess Planned Parenthood would usually, like, go to court and try to sue um, the attorney general. But apparently they can't, they have no role in, um, he has, well, the attorney general that Planned Parenthood usually would sue in these circumstances would be attorney general Ken Paxton. But they're trying, they're saying that he doesn't have a role in enforcing this statute. So basically... Planned Parenthood has no choice but to sit there and be sued by some random person who decides that a stranger getting an abortion upset them. Isn't Texas like trying to become like their own state or their own country or something like that? So like, why can't they just Texas? go? Texas, <laughs> for real. Like, just go. That part. It's just, I just, I don't understand people minding other people's business when it doesn't affect you directly or indirectly. How is that affecting your life? How is that affecting your children, your family? It's not. Mind your business. The only Mind your 
business. Period. And the only thing that this is going to lead to is going to just take us like back 20, 30 years when women, not even 40, 50 years ago, when women were just in back alleys and in random people's houses getting poked by hangers to get an abortion. Like that's exactly, this is all this is going to do. Everybody's not just going to come to a kumbaya and be like, you know what, we're not going to have abortion. No, they're going to go do it still and endanger themselves. Right. But they once again, they don't care about that part, though. They know they know that's what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but they don't care about that part. It's oh, sad. It is like it just upsets me because I don't understand why. And then he's saying that the creator like I think it's funny how it's supposed to be the separation of church and state. But like when it's convenient for them, the Bible and the creator and all these things come into play. Like just say you don't want us to have rights and leave it at that. <laughs> right. Just call it what it is. Call it what it is. And I say this all the time. All these people in government that's like, well, I'm a Christian and these are my beliefs. And this country was based off of Christian beliefs, X, Y, and Z, whatever it is that they want to say to make it seem like something. Mm-hmm. Christianity is the basis of Christianity is free will. It's choice. Right. The ability to make whatever decision you want. Right. Regardless whether that applies to the Bible or does not. The point of Christianity is free will. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean free will within these parameters. That right. means free will. And they got to separate but they, they their don't feelings. Wanna put that out there. Right. Because your personal beliefs don't have nothing to do about what's right and what's wrong. The law is supposed to be the law. And that's about it. It's not supposed to be like what you personally feel is right. What you personally feel is wrong. People should that's be just allowed like to me do. as a go ahead. Now, I was just going to say that's like me as a medical professional. I might not agree with the decision that someone is making, but as their nurse, I'm going to care for them the way that they want to be cared for. Right. If they say they want a medication that I don't think they should have or they don't want a medication. If it's within a certain parameter, like if it's medically OK, then I have to follow through with that, regardless right. of how I personally feel about it. Right. And the I think the thing that upsets me the most about this law, I mean, aside from the fact that they're trying to control women and their bodies, is the fact that this new law includes women who are raped, sexually assaulted, or whatever the case is. If you get pregnant that way, then you're not allowed to get an abortion. And they're just like, oh, well. They, they they probably would say something like, well, you shouldn't have been wearing what you were wearing or you shouldn't have been where you were. Right. They completely. Their main argument. But let it be one of their kids that that happens to. Right. And their main argument is keep your legs closed. And it's funny because I saw a post on Facebook and the girl was like, I keep seeing people saying, like, if women just kept their legs closed, then they wouldn't get pregnant. So she was like, opens legs. And she's like, well, look at that. I'm not pregnant. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. So how that clearly happened. there's another equation, another part of the equation that's missing in order for me to get pregnant. It's not as simple as keep your legs closed. And I hate that they're always trying to make women feel some type of way about their sex life. Like, why is it okay for a man to enjoy sex and be free about sex, but for a woman, a woman is always comes with these parameters. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but that's a discussion for a whole nother day. <laughs> it's just disgusting all across the board Gross, mind your business yes. that's what i have to say to them texas is you close your that. legs 
Right. And close your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Exactly. Wow. It says more than 56,000 abortions were performed in Texas by on Texas residents in 2019. Well, Texas is a big state, so. Mm-hmm. This man had the nerve to say that 50,000 precious human lives will be saved in Texas next year alone. Well, I hope they drop off all 50,000 babies at his house and let him raise them since he cares so much. Okay. And I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Anyways, moving on before I say some choice words that (laughs) might have to get bleeped out. Today's hot topic Another, you know, this is going in a little bit of a different direction, but also it could fall under the same category. But another serious topic here, talking about mental health. So the reason this came up today was because of um, a YouTube video that Lil Wayne did with Emmanuel Acho, I believe is how you pronounce his name. We'll link the video um, on our social media page if you guys want to check it out. Yes, um, I strongly encourage you guys to um, go look at that. Um, But yes, so he did an interview with Emmanuel and pretty much he was just talking about how he wanted to be open, that he does have mental health issues. He wanted to be open that mental health doesn't always look like the way people think it should look like or supposed to look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And he also um, expressed um, a, something that he um, dealt with as a child. He actually attempted suicide. Yeah. Um, I believe he was 12 years old when yeah. he did that. And so he pretty much just... Um, explained the events that led up to that um and pretty much that he still has these issues even as an adult now mm-hmm. even though that happened when he was 12 years old um right so for like the details about the story what actually happened go check out the link on our social media mm-hmm. to see that but the greater picture of mental health um period i think people like he expressed, people expect it to look a certain way. People think, oh, somebody has mental health problems. Oh, that that must mean, oh, they're in a psych ward or that that they belong in a psych ward. People right. don't think about all the layers that go into that where people think you mental health looks a certain way. People think, oh, it's that person that's crying all the time or whatever the case is. It could be the class clown right? that has something that they're going through that they need help with but nobody knows because they're like oh he just be cracking jokes all the time he's been ain't nothing wrong with him right you know but yeah it's something definitely that i think has been talked about more especially in the black community Mm -hmm. um but there's still a lot a lot um to go with that Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on it um I feel like after watching the video, well, I have a whole different, like, I guess, outlook on Lil Wayne as a person altogether. Because it's like, I never knew the majority of these things about him that he um, described in the video. So it's like, I kind of 
I kind of feel bad for judging him and like the situations that you see him in, in the media and all this stuff, because it's like now where you're like, okay, well, you were like, oh, well, he's always high. He's always doing this. And I'm like, well, now it kind of makes sense because he's like dealing with his own stuff. And it definitely rings true. Like you don't know what people are going through until like they open up to you. And I kind of feel bad. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I took away from the video was a question like he brought up like the it seems like the reason why like a part of his mental health struggles is him comes from him not being able to do what he loves creatively so like when he's not able to create music when he's not able to put music out there that's when he struggles the most with his mental health from the from even from childhood to adulthood so it made me like question like so many people struggle with mental health especially people who have to get up and work a nine to five every single day and it's like they're doing that because they have to not necessarily because they want to and mm -hmm. It made me think about like how not being able to do what you what you feel like you were born to do can have a serious effect on your mental health. And people don't realize that like you can really be struggling. Yeah, and I think that's important to know also is. People need to have and this is everybody, not a certain kind of person. Everyone needs to have that outlet for him. It's, he has a creative outlet, music, right? Mm -hmm. um, but everyone needs to have an outlet. Everyone needs to have something that can take them away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life, the hustle and bustle of society. Mm -hmm. um, and especially, especially these generations coming up now with social media, like before, you know, people deal with their own things inside of their home. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's standard across the board. Everybody has something going on at home within their family, whatever. Yeah. But, but then social media think gives about this persona the, that like life is perfect and all these people don't have struggles and all this stuff. It's like. But social media also gives people the option to have an opinion on everything too. That too. Yep. So you you walking around minding your business like, oh, I look cute. I'm about to go somewhere. And then you post, you're like, let me post this picture. Let me show you people my outfit, what, it, what I was looking like. And then somebody's like, you came out your house like that? Yep. Like just, and they feel like they can do it, sudden, especially to celebrities. It's like they feel like because they're of a different status in life that they don't have feelings. And it's like later on, you hear so many celebrities come out with like suicide attempts and all this stuff because people's words get to them like they're still human at the end of the day. I think the most recent one that was going around was Lizzo because people were always commenting about her weight and all this stuff. And I think like Cardi B and a whole bunch of other artists had to like jump to her side because people were like going off on her. And it's like at the end of the day, if she's happy in the skin that she's in, who are you to come and tear her down because she's a a public personality. Yeah, and that goes back to your people are entitled to their opinion. You don't have to agree with everything about someone else, but also it's not always your place to speak on it. Right. You know, and you can tell someone something in love. And this is the thing about um, like adults specifically, like they feel like, oh, because I know what's right. And you may be right, but they feel like, but I'm a, I'm a stick up my nose at you when I tell you, right. oh, well, you don't need to be hanging with them kids or you don't need to be doing this and doing that. But okay. But if you tell somebody something in love rather than, you know, everything right. that'll affect that person differently. 
That's mm-hmm. two different outcomes that's going to come from that. But right. all of those things affect people's mental health. And then there's things that just genetically people have to deal with mm-hmm. that they can't help. And I think a lot of times, especially like the old school generation, they feel like, oh, well, just fix it. Just fix it. We know what's wrong. Just fix it. But sometimes yeah. it's not that simple for people. Right. Sometimes just people to go are back, really dealing with things internally. Right. And to go back to what you were saying about like the black community and stuff like that. I feel like the black community is like they're slow. We're slowly starting to like acknowledge that mental health is a thing, but it's, it's still not where it should be, especially with the older generation. Like they they like they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like they don't understand. Like sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you just need a moment to yourself. Or I might look like I'm happy. I might be smiling. I might be laughing. But like deep down inside, like I'm dying. And mm-hmm. they just they're like they they just think, well, well, you just get up and just keep going. Like, or they'll be like, oh, well, everybody deals with stuff. Everybody got something going on. Right. It's like, yes, that may be true, but also what in this moment right now, like this is affecting this person in a different way. Right. Not everybody deals with deals with it the same way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the pandemic, like I remember when like we first went into lockdown, like you would hear so many stories about people committing suicide because like they were trapped in their house with themselves. And, and it's just And I think hard. that's big too. I, I think people use a lot of pacifiers to get through the things that they're dealing with mentally Mm -hmm. and that doesn't always i think another thing is people always assume oh it's people who are on drugs it's people who are alcoholics Mm -hmm. those those are not the only issues people can pacify how you mentioned um the pandemic people can pacify by staying busy right that's a pacifier if you mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I can't just sit still, even for 24 hours, I can't even sit still and just enjoy yourself, enjoy be, to be in a quiet room. If that bothers you and you pacify, well, I always, I need to get to work. I need yep. to pick up some hours. I need to go be on the phone with this person and to be in a club doing this. That's a pacifier. Yep, because they don't want to sit down and have to <clears> deal <throat> with their own thoughts and feelings. So it's like, well, if I keep busy, then I don't have to actually hear the little voice in my head that keeps bringing up stuff that I don't want to deal with. Exactly. Exactly. And no one's excluded. Everyone has some type of mental health problem that they have to deal with. That's Mm -hmm. just a part of life. Some people cope with it better than others. Some people are able to identify. Some people can't even identify. They just know me. I'm always in this funky mood. I'm always feeling this type of way or somebody may, it may even be that person at work that just always got an attitude. Like this person is just always mad. What is up? She always got an attitude. And this, it may be something that they're finding with internally. They may not even recognize it. You know, yeah. and people don't realize the different kind of mental health struggles. Like, like you mentioned before, they think it's like, oh, well, you're crazy. You belong in a mental house. But it's like there's anxiety, there's anxiety, there's depression. Like there's so many different things that people could be dealing with. And for me, like I have really bad anxiety. Like it hasn't been like, like I haven't been to a doctor to been diagnosed with anxiety, but I have like, like I know myself and I know like when I see stuff and I'm like, well, sometimes people ask me stuff and depending like if I have a lot going on that I'm a little bit more snappy with my answers. And it's like, I don't mean to be that way, but like that's mentally how I'm like, I don't know, like dealing with stuff. And yeah, 
I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, you making sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you guys, let us know if you have had, if you know someone or if yourself has dealt, ever dealt with any type of mental health issue and how you overcame that. Yeah. Because how did as you much cope as we want to say, as much as we want to say, you know, everybody should go to therapy, this, that, and third. Everybody doesn't always have that option, right. whether it's because of financial reason, whether it's because of time, whether it's because of maybe they're in a family that just doesn't understand and won't allow them to. Because as much as we're like, oh, kids, whatever, kids go through that, too. So if their mm-hmm. parents don't allow them to, then what are they going to do, you know? Right. And so I tried doing... You- I tried doing uh, therapy to, like, help deal with my anxiety and all this stuff. And I went to, like, a few sessions. It was good. But it's like I couldn't keep going because my insurance didn't cover it. So mm-hmm. let us know yeah. what you guys do to deal with your with your mental health struggles. And don't, and we're not looking for all positive. It could be, like, negative ways to cope, too. Let us know so that we can identify because somebody could see that and be like, oh, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That must not be good. Right. You know, and they, they're able to identify it that way. So let us know. Yes. So I know that was a deep episode, you know. That was, like, a sort of kind of another little vented episode, too, when I first had. We had yeah. some stuff to get off our <laughs> chest. <laughs> But also some things that we really needed to address as well. Yes, I'm definitely so, going to be keeping up with this whole abortion law and see like where this is going to go. Because I just can't believe it's 2021 and these are the laws that are being passed. And then they wonder right. why the suicide rates and all these things are so high. <laughs> but all right, you guys, before we go, you already know have to leave you with this week's mantra. And this week's mantra is so fitting. So fitting. <laughs> yes. This week's mantra is, I will be kind to myself. One more time. I will be kind to myself. Especially with everything that's going on in the world these days. And with everything that's going on in your own head. You have to remember to tell that voice in your head to be kind to yourself. Because we are our worst critic. We're our worst critics, yep. And we're the first person to beat up on ourselves. So just be kind to yourself. Let's start there. Then we Mm. can... Then we'll branch out and try to help others. But let's start with ourselves. Let's try to be kind to ourselves first. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right. So if you guys made it this far, thank you for sticking with us to another episode here on Mom's Sleep Podcast. Make sure you stay updated on all of our socials. That includes Instagram. You can follow us at MomSleepPod. M-O-M-S-L-Y-P-O-D. Yep. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Momsly Podcast. And make sure you guys tell a friend and tell that friend to tell another friend because, like, Momsly is the best and we need y'all to spread the word. Okay? So on that note, (laughs) we will chat with you guys next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Bye. And cut. (laughs) 